Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I am your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. And welcome back, everybody. Hi, guys. We are recording in the morning. Yeah. We don't usually do this. Like we mentioned in last week's episode, I wish we could be like live with y'all when you're tuning in on your Tuesdays and Thursdays, but that's just not possible right now. At this time. So we are mm. recording this, and today I get coffee, Yay. which makes me so happy. You can just... <laughs> coffee makes me happy. And if you have been a listener for a while, then you know that Terry and I have uh, another business called the Carter Coffee Company, and it's really such a, a great product. It's so delicious. And now I'm spoiled rotten and I can't drink coffee from anywhere else without wanting ours. So well, I guess that's a good thing. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, I know that we have some listeners who, who drink our coffee as well. And yep. thank you for that. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's like once you're hooked, you can't unhook yourself. So <laughs> what's so funny? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, you if can't you unhook yourself, you can't. You can't. You're stuck with us. So, right. uh, and what a great mission behind our coffee company too, because it is, um, you know, partnership with the coffee farmers in Guatemala, and beautiful stories behind that. You can check all of that out on CarterCoffeeCo.com. I guess CarterCoffeeCompany.com was taken. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. CarterCoffeeCo.com. Go check us out and uh, see why I'm so spiffy in the morning. Spiffy. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to need this coffee because today, well, we get to do some great things like play music together. Yep, we do. But before we do that, we have to do a hard thing, um, hard thing for both of us. But uh, and that we're going to go see my grandma in the nursing home. Ah, it's so difficult. She has dementia and does not really know us. Yeah. At all. And it's really difficult. It's a really difficult thing. Yeah. It was a hard thing to watch the, the decline of that. Oh, it went to like, you know, obviously she knew us and then it got to where, Oh, it would come back and she's mm -hmm. like, Oh, you're yeah. Uh, and she knew you for like, yeah. Which was strange because, I, don't I know. think it was because of the hat. You I, always say that, but she, even without your hat, she would say, is that Terry? Yeah. She would know. And we've been very, very blessed to have, um, you know, the facility that she in is in is wonderful and the caretakers that take care of her, they're, you know, they're wonderful. Oh, goodness, yeah. Um, but dementia is such a thief. It's such a thief of... Well, yeah, because she basically is getting visited by strangers, you know. we. So, a friend of ours who's who has a father in the nursing home um, that's starting to get some confusion, she actually had some really wonderful advice on how to handle uh, that, how you just said you walk in and we're strangers. Um, and she said, you know, if, if she asks you who you are or et cetera, just tell her that she has a kind face and looks like someone you could talk to, that you are missing your grandma and could use a friend. Oh, wow. And she yeah. said that she does this to a lady and, you know, that's a resident where her father is and it just makes her day. And it makes them feel good at that moment. Yeah, yeah that's that's a great idea. So instead of saying like, 
Come on, you look at me. You know who I am. Remember, remember, try. No, that, yeah, that causes frustration. Yeah, then she's yeah. so frustrated. So, but interesting. So you and I, it's no secret that we have an age difference and we're in really, truly in different parts of our lives, especially because you came from older parents. So you were the baby of the family. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> You're the baby of the family. And so your parents were older when they had you. And so you're, by the time you came along, you didn't have any grandparents left, right? No. Yeah, I was an oops. Um, I don't think you were an oops. Oh, yeah. No. Seven years between my brother and I, that's not an oops. Did they ever t- say that you were an oops? Well, I doubt they're going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> you were that mistake I made. Yeah, that would be a little... Um, I was a twin straight into therapy. Yeah. Yeah. You, Terry was a twin. Can you yeah. imagine having two Terry Carters? Yeah, but I think it would be wonderful. I, and I had that person tell me that they, you know, how people can feel things and see things and that mm-hmm. whole energy field. And they told me that they saw a, a little girl attached to me that was family. Yeah. So. I might have had a little sister. Well, it would have been a twin well, twin sister. Twin sister, right. Not little, but twin, well, yeah. Right. So, Which is really kind of neat. Yeah, do you my, think about that a lot? I do. I do. Because um, I remember my mom telling me that she lost the twin at, at six months. Okay. And she was at work. Mm. And um, they took her in, and they were actually going to do a DNC. Mm-hmm. And... They were prepping her and they found my heartbeat. Wow. So it was like, whoa, hit the brakes. <laughs> Sliding in from hit, the back. Yeah, hit the brakes. Wow, still something what an in incredible there. story. And then they got you with a gift. Yeah. You know, some would call it that. <laughs> I don't think you were an oops. I think you were a gift. You're a gift to a lot of people. Well, thank uh, you, but I'm still going to go with oops since it's <laughs> seven years is not a planned. Also, can we point out that we've we've made up since. Our last couple of podcasts. I didn't think we were ever going to. Well, you know, not last time, but I can't remember when it was now. We had a couple of tense episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Things are, I'm now I'm calling you a gift. So things are, yeah, things are looking up today. I am not. The day's not over yet. I am. Are you calling me, uh, unlike balanced? Nope. (laughs) Sure not. Nope. So anyway, so back to our subject. So you don't, you did not know your grandparents. No. Um, my mom told me that my grandmother, her mom, was the only one to hold me. Oh. And she, she passed away. Uh, I was six months old. Wow. So not only did I have all four of my grandparents. But I also had my, well, I guess it would have been one great grandmother who not only did, I I mean, I got to see her and be with her. No, I had more than that. I had three great grandparents that I grew up and remember knowing. Wow. My, my Mamerta Clay, so Mamer, my grandma, that's, you know, the, or the, who we're speaking of, the one that's still with us and in the nursing home. Her mother lived to be a hundred and two. All of my grandparents lived to be in their hundreds. Wow. 
Yeah, so over a hundred. That's a good sign for you. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I don't like to jinx things like that, though. So. All right. I mean, <laughs> but I got to see my great grandmother in France. I got to see her in the states, but then I got to see her in France. That's really cool. Yeah, and then my grandma Bridgie and my grandpa Joe lived in Coal City, Illinois, and lived close by. And I was probably in my teens when they my we're talking my great grandparents, my teens when they passed. I can't even wrap my head around that because I don't even you know I, even like with you know with Greg you know I, he was here last a friend night. of ours yeah, yeah. and um, I. He's the same age as I am, and we went all through school together. And yeah, and his, his grandma just passed away, I mean, what, yeah. a year or two ago or something yeah. like that? I can't wrap my head around having grandparents. Having a grandparent or what it would even feel like. It doesn't even, I don't even get it. I can't. It's so, that's so sad that to me that you missed out on that opportunity altogether. Like, you didn't even have an, like, like oh, I remember going to my grandparents when I was little. You never had that at all. Wow. Wow. No. So, some of the most joyful times of my life have been with my grandparents. So just for the, for the layout, my mom's parents, my mom's mom is still alive. That's my grandma that we're going to see. Uh, my grandpa, so my mom's father, passed away when I was in my 30s. Mm. You knew him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad's parents, my grand, my would be what my paternal grandfather passed when I was 14. And my grandma, my paternal grandmother got to see, well, one of my children, Daniel, and passed when I was pregnant with Marley. So Marley didn't get to know her. So late 20s, I was in my late 20s. My two, uh, not separating, but Shelby and Travis, mm-hmm. Travis never knew. Well, neither one of my kids really never, they were. Oh, yeah, like their grandparent situation. And yeah, uh, Shelby never knew. Your mom. My grandpa, or her grandpa. Your mom, yeah, your dad. But, he was gone before she was born. Yep, but they knew. Uh, your mom? Yeah, they knew, but they were, again. Young. Yeah. You know, not really much. You know, they were more involved with the other side. Sure. Um, the other the other grandparents. Um, but. Um, and let's just talk about that for one second. So. Mm, I don't I know this is touchy. I think I'm going to go ahead and say it. Oh, boy. I think when when there is a, a marriage or a relationship and there's a break and there's a child involved or children involved and families go separate ways. I think that we are doing our children a disservice by not completely like enveloping all of their heritage and their like grandparents. So Marley's dad and I are divorced. For those of you who don't know, Terry and I don't have any children together. However, he has raised Marley since she was a baby. And Daniel. I mean, And Daniel. But I'm just saying a lot of people think Marley is 
our shared it's child. Funny because and, I really didn't raise my kids, and and she's not. And I raised Marley and Daniel since he was I don't know what seven eight. Mm, he was more like ten, but yeah. 10. So my point my point is is that like her dad and I got divorced when she was a baby, but I've always really tried to support and uh, like water <laughs> fertilize. I don't know what the right word is. Her relationship with her with her grandmother, right, on her dad's side. Well, you're one of the few. I mean, I get I. That's what I was going to. Yeah, it, but, your kids didn't know your parents because your ex-wife. Well, even before then, I mean, the I, family of her, that sh- it was her. From what you've told me, it was yeah, her family. It, like yeah. that's what was important. And also, part of that was my decision because when my kids were little, and you know how it is when kids are, you know two and three and then, you know, and five and six and that whole time, Mm -hmm. both my parents were sick. Yeah. They weren't, their health was in the tank. And, um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to bother either one. I didn't want to, I didn't want to have my kids go there and be like either a pain in the ass or bored out of their tears, you know, by having to sit and do nothing while I sat with my mom and dad to, mm-hmm. to you know, kind of get them what they needed and, and be with them. And because and, it wasn't pleasant when I'd go, you know, in the in the later years, it wasn't they were going to grandma and grandpa's. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that at all. It was, you know, going to doctor's visits and and, mm-hmm. and doing things like that. So nothing a little kid is going to want to do. Sure. So do you I, regret that? Uh, not at all. OK, all right, that's um, good. Not at all, because I'm going to say I don't want I I I was going to hospitals and 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 knowing too much. Sure, you were um, kind of becoming the caretaker. Yeah, it, it, from thirteen years old. Oof. So thirteen, and I don't I don't regret it by any means. But I mean, it was there was just some things that a kid shouldn't see, mm-hmm. and or be put. You know, I mean, some things are you know unavoidable. But I. I was, you know, I, I, I'm, I lived in fear, um, from the time I was that I can remember that my mom and dad were going to die because they were either always telling me how they weren't doing well oh. or I could just fit, you know, watch it. I mean, it was happening right in front of so, me. So as an adult, and we've talked about this, how we, we both Love and adore our parents. Well, of course. But it's interesting when you become an adult and you can start seeing some of the things where you're like, oh my gosh, why would they Yeah, I'll never, yeah, I mean. Like, you know, like. If I had it my way, I mean. Like, I I can't. I I don't want the kids to know I was sick. I, you know, they'll know I'm sick when I'm dirt bathing, you know. What's that mean? Oh, God. Really? Is that, did you just dirt bathing? (laughs) Sorry. You come up with a new word every day. I feel like we should have t-shirts made with like all of your terms. Anyway, <laughs> never heard that's awful. I'm just saying, let me let me go backwards for a minute because I'm already doing what I do and I'm like second guessing what I said about do, you know, a disservice to your children if you're not allowing them to know their grandparents on both sides of the family no matter what your dynamic is. 
I feel like there needs to be, it's probably common sense, but obviously if the, if the situation is unsafe or unhealthy, I'm not saying that you need to send your kids off to your ex-husband's parents' house if things are not. Yeah, especially in today's world. I mean, it's kind of unrealistic because as a parent, I'm not going to, okay, we're going to blah, 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 and I'm going to drop you off and it's going to be sunshine and roses while I pick you back up and, you know, and having to deal with that ex again. I I left for a reason. The hell with that. I don't want to, you know, I don't. But you left because of your, the children shouldn't, that was my point. Okay. Okay. The kids shouldn't have to suffer. I agree. I agree. And not know. So when they're able to drive and get there on their own. So they have to wait until they're 16 years old to get to know their grandparents. I guess we have Uber. So this is interesting because I think if the situation is safe and the place where they're going to go see their grandparents is not toxic or bad, then I'm all in. There is no reason in in. my mind. This is just my opinion. Why you couldn't. You don't have to go spend time with your ex-in-laws, but but those kids, that is still their blood. I get that, but. Look, when, in in my opinion, when (laughs) you separate from something, Mm -hmm. you separate from it. You don't want to revisit that. It's like... I'm not saying you you have to go... again? But why... This doesn't have anything to do with you, though. You're still going back into that environment. You're... No, you're just fostering... You know what's going to happen somehow. Well, you have to be an adult about it then because... It's not about being an adult. It's about... Yeah, I... I, Listen, I agree with you. All I'm saying is that there are so many situations... Here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many... round two. There are so many situations where... Okay. That somebody might say, I'm not allowing my children to go to their... No, I would never say that. ...dad's parents' house because... I got divorced and I don't want to have to go see him and drop him off. And I agree with that. And that to me is bull honky. Bull honky. <laughs> it's a bull honky. That's just rubbish. <laughs> because again, if, this, no, I agree you with know, that. if it clearly used your common sense, if it's, you know, if you got a house full of people who are, you know, unable to take care of your children and it's not safe. Yeah. Then that's a different situation. But don't use that either. I've seen a lot of things go down where people are like, I am not allowing his mom to be anywhere near my kids. You're using it as a punishment. That's exactly right. Or you're uncomfortable. And that's what I I mean. You got to be an adult and like. I think every situation has its circumstances. I think every, every situation has to be judged for what it is. Of course. I mean, and then, it, but as far as, as far as, you know, hoping that the, the children are still able to see all parties if they want, mm-hmm. um, I think that's, I think that's fine because as they age, as the kids get older, mm-hmm. And I keep using the the reference to driving. Once they're able to drive, if they want to go spend time with them and holidays, hey, cool. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't. I don't got to be there. Let's use this as an example. We have how many kids do we have? 
four. We have three grown children. And say that one of our sons had a child with their girlfriend or their wife. And That's they a plus. and they split. Okay. Okay. And well, now well, if it's a girl what? Okay. Travis has a girlfriend. Let's pretend let's use Travis as an example. Sorry, Trav. <laughs> Travis has a girlfriend, they get married, they have a baby. They okay. get they get divorced. Okay. Things are not going well for Travis in the story. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> they get divorced. Okay. So now the mother of the baby is super ticked at Travis. And he says, or I'm sorry, the mother of the baby says, your dad and Janelle are not allowed to be anywhere near this baby because she's punishing him. Right. Through no, us. I, yeah. That would be awful. It would be. That's all I'm saying. No, I get it. I, I know. I, you know, I, 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 like I said, I agree with that. Yeah. But I mean, that's it. That's all. Every I'm just, situation has its own circumstances. You're right. It does. And that's not the right, exactly the direction I wanted to go today, but kind of went that way. That's the way it went. And I think that's a, I think that's relevant. You know, I think a lot of people understand that. And um, so time is a thief. That's what I've been thinking lately. Time is a thief. Dementia is a thief. There's just so many things. you got to really well, enjoy every but, minute yeah, with the people you have. You've got, you know, when you were a kid, you know, whether it be 10 or 12 years old, your memory line is quite short. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you, but you remember, you know, things at that time that we don't remember now because so much time has passed. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, you know, how everybody goes, wow, where'd the time go? It's because you are remembering that one instance when you were five mm-hmm. and you remember what it felt like to be outside. I mean, I can, I can literally remember sitting on my front porch and I was probably five or six. Um, and the, the air, the summer, everything just felt different than mm-hmm. what it, it felt so much more peaceful, so much more, um, well, the only thing genuine, you, sure. The only thing you had to worry about is mm-hmm. where you were going to get your next bologna sandwich. True. That's it. And that was a worry. You didn't think you'd wake up in the morning, right? Summer morning. And it was like, what am I doing today? I don't know what I'm doing today. Yep. I have no idea. You know, the only time like I'm riding my bike. I yeah. That. Until, you know, maybe like my mom and dad would say, you can only ride your bike until noon because we're going to here, there or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. You know that you just you went you lived moment to moment. Yeah. You know, I try that's to, why I try to continue. I was going to say, I try to. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you very much live moment to moment. It worked then. It's working now. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Remember that 10 and 2 and the levels of who is the one who is more, uh, you know, scheduled or knows what's happening kind of revolves back to that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what time we need to leave today? Yeah. one thirty. Two o'clock. Well, you said one thirty earlier because, <laughs> see, it doesn't matter. See, here, okay, here we go. Here's the, here's a perfect example. If I woke up and said, we're leaving by this time, you go, well. No, I, I think, would say. No, no you would yes. not. No, oh, no, your nose is growing. 
It is not. Be, hell Keep, is okay, not. continue. Be, you'd continue. Be going, we need to leave by this time because blah, 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 and I need to stop here and I need to do this. And, or, you know, and we got to check this and, you know, maybe this time would be better. That, not true. Uh, this is untrue. If you said, okay. To no th- this is not true. If you said, I want to leave by, okay. The only time that that statement would be true oh. is if we, if we said, okay, we have to be at the venue by three o'clock to set up for a four o'clock show. And you said, I want to leave by two 30 and stop here, 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 and here. Because sometimes your time lines are a little squiggly. If you know what I mean, you don't always leave enough time. That's why the big joke used to be, I'll be right over. And you would show up four hours later and I would be like, where have you been? And you'd say, well, I had to do a load of laundry and change some guitar strings and fold a load of clothes and cook a lobster tail. <laughs> like, it just, you know. But you knew I was going to be there. I Yeah, but there's something. We can talk about this on another episode. But there's something about the commitment to time and being on time I, is. And that four hours is quite a stretch. Um, That's not. No. Oh, okay. Maybe three at 9 PM. You'd say I'll be over in a little bit. And at midnight, you'd be rolling in. Nope. Okay. The, uh, you got me all discombobulated now. Um, that's my plan. Yeah. You did a great job. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, I know. I think that, that we need to talk about on another episode, the importance of both partners sharing like the idea slash date load. Like if you said to me, I want to take you like you've done it a few times. Uh, uh, time you've done out it on a few the field. Time. I've been, I'm really good with putting up date times. In fact, I tried to do one not long ago and it didn't <laughs> time happen. out on the field. <laughs> Here, go on. And I'm still trying to make it happen. Okay. But there's not a break in our calendar. And I've given I've asked you, you know, on a Monday or a Wednesday, and you know, is what day's best? Well, this day's good, but this well, no, because we got this, and you know, it's just Yeah, our life is busy. Life yeah. is very busy, blessed so, but busy, yes. It's not from the lack of tr- what? <laughs> Did you just say? Blessed but busy, and I felt like that was not I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Yes, okay. we are very blessed. Yeah. I don't so, the blessed but busy is kind of something you'd find on maybe a magnet. Anyway, don't worry. I'm not going to have another one made. I am still trying to have a Lightbringer bumper sticker made. Mm. Thank you. Does anybody want a Lightbringer bumper sticker? Say that fast ten times. (laughs) Rubber baby bumpy buggy bumpers. All right, right. we're running out of time, but we will continue this on next uh, episode. Here, let's talk about dates. Let's talk about who's planning those dates in your life, and do you want them to be planning more, or do you want to just be in charge? We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, come on in. Tune in at nostagelights.com or on social media, anywhere you can find us. We'd be so happy to have you aboard. Signing out, I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter, the one who's always late. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.